it's it's young Custer? Custer? Custer. Custer. Like in German we have this ö, but Custer. 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 Accidental podcast. Hello. Welcome to Yolk's Accidental Podcast, where you'll be overhearing conversations at Yolk. This week, we are talking with Jan Kuster. Uh, did I say your name right, Jan? Yes, yes. Very right. I, I, I would say Jan Kuster, but that's a probably pretty German pronunciation, so... Yeah, but you're a pretty German guy, so if it's... <laughs> <laughs> If you and say uh, so, <laughs> and and we're we're really excited to have you here because um, uh, you you've been with Yolk for for how long now? Well, I think around six to eight weeks. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And originally, you joined as a uh, under the membership Flex, which is sort of our hybrid approach. But real quickly, you decided to to switch to uh, having a dedicated desk and going with Membership Pro. Yeah, I, I just quickly find out that booking the table, etc., is like something which was stressing me in some way. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I stayed longer, and then I couldn't play long it afterwards. And I thought that I'm I'm cheating you guys. And <laughs> 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 I, I mean, I never talked about it, but um, I also thought that. Actually, everything's okay, but uh, I just decided that it's just easier. And since I, well, if I would be really here every week at least once, then I think so even financially yeah. already that makes sense to, to switch to the pro membership. Yeah. yeah. And what's kind of unique about you is um, you don't live in Krakow, at least not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us w where you live and, and, and what do you do and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. The, the not yet part my fiance shouldn't listen to because oh, <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing of this as well. <laughs> not that I, I bear any relevance to your decision to uh, where you live. But, uh. No, I, I live in in Zeshov uh, and I have my company close to Zeshov. And yeah, so I'm I'm like kind of traveling here. Um, and yeah, I came for the demo day, and that was more because I uh, I heard about you in the podcast. Yeah, t tell us what podcast you heard us on. Uh, Crackcast. I, crack I listen cast, like yeah. not every episode, but yeah, like half of them. And so so I listened about you in a in a Crackcast, and then I I thought, all right, I was in Krakow anyway, and and just came over to have a demo day and look around, and uh, well, I pretty fast thought that this is the place where I have definitely some very different surrounding than in my own company and that was this point that I thought all right so let's come I think it was two days later that I came and said all right it's a flex membership yeah. and it was like one one week later and we became a pro membership <laughs> uh, yeah yeah and uh, t tell us what you do in Zeshov well I actually you don't do it only in Zeshov but but tell me about your company and and what you guys focus on yeah, we are a sign-making and um, large-format printing company. So, uh, well, you could say we have two specializations. We are focusing on retail. So we are, let's say, build, making all the signs and all the prints for, for new shops, for flagship stores, uh, mainly for store-building companies. Um, this is the one part. Um, and the second part is, is the, let's say, startup part where we are going into wall covers and, and interior decoration uh, for 
hotels, gastronomy, and also private people. So that's the thing what we are building right now. And um, yeah, and this besides that, of course, we are also doing the standard repertoire of fine makers, but um, that's the very small part. But yeah, yeah, and um, I I'm really excited to have you here and 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 to have the opportunity to. Well, I feel like we've talked a lot in, in the past because we always get a, a chance to uh, talk with one another during lunch in the clubhouse. Is this a good moment to, to talk about the lunch guy thing? <laughs> the lunch guy thing? Yeah, I guess. Why Be- not? Because, Jan, you kind of have got uh, this uh, li- like nickname <laughs> around here. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if Could, it's... Who's going to tell, tell, tell the listeners where that came from? Well, uh, just um, why don't you tell people about the Slack channel? Yeah, yeah. So, so Yolk has a, a Slack channel where uh, we do a lot of internal communication w- with members, members between members. They they announce things that that are going on, things that are important to them. They share links that they think are interesting or amusing, and uh, it's it's just another way to 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 connect online, um, and. Uh, on our Slack channel, we have a lunch channel where we communicate saying like, hey, I'm ordering pierogi, who, who else w- would be interested, right? And uh, Jan <laughs> got really enthusiastic about the lunch, lunch channel. And uh, just whenever he's here, he's always just like, hey, guys, 1 o'clock or 12.30, let's have lunch together. And, uh, and it's like, great, because in the past, it was either I or, or Max was doing this work. Um, but but now uh, enthusiastic enthusiastic Jan is is doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the reason uh, he's gleaned the the nickname of Mister Lunch Guy, or yeah, something like that, or or a real lunch grabber, or something like that. I mean, this this real this lunch lunch grabber or something or lunch. Oh, however, I mean, um, <laughs> Tom probably would need to repeat it, but it was in a podcast here, like this the same thing which which we are here now uh, that that he said something about it. Um, yeah, uh, to be honest, it's it's interesting because I'm normally not the kind of person who's posting a lot online. I mean, I'm more like usually going to the people, but I really like the this thing that you have this like uh, channels, let's say, and and um, and I thought, all right, so f- for what reason always uh, Mihao and and Max need to mm. to post things there. Um, so let's just give it a try. And well, uh, I'm since I'm not there every day. It's like um, I can post some bullshit, and probably people will have forgotten <laughs> until I'm there next time. <laughs> uh, but it works because actually, when you're here, generally there is a big lunch around the table. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Speaking of which, I mean, it is like quarter past eleven. You should be posting. <laughs> yeah, I realized that, that I was stuck in a conversation before, and then you came already. And I thought, so oh, you haven't posted on oh my. Yeah. God. Oh my god. So, <laughs> um, but. Uh, all, all this stuff is great to bring up because I think uh, ever since you, you, you've joined uh, Yoke, I, I feel that you've added so much good energy to, to Yoke. And, and I sincerely mean that. And I know you've heard me say this uh, a few times already. And uh, my, my story is not changing and it's not going to change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, want, I wanted to say to you to today morning already that I start to feel like, you know... Um, yeah, <laughs> thanks for saying that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's 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 definitely true, and um, you you've been very generous um, in, in in many ways uh, towards us. I mean, n- not only by going with uh, having a dedicated desk, but um, 
uh, I, I guess it's no secret that you you have a very special car currently, and and you're sort of on your way to a equally, if not more, <coughs> special car. Th- this we I need to put the brakes on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the pun before before Mihal hijacks this whole podcast and turns it into a Tesla Tesla <laughs> episode, the Tesla <laughs> fanboy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mean. <laughs> 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 okay, come on, man. So you split it in half now. <laughs> in two, I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but I think it is true because I think there's, like, considering Jan, you're not here every day. Yeah. Um, but yet, I think you're probably one of the more known members at the moment. And I think this is because you generally engage in conversation with yeah. everyone that you come near. Uh, yeah. And not everyone is like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking about it also in the, in the last time. Uh, I mean, now... When we are sitting here, I haven't been here for nine days. <laughs> nine long it's, days. It's, it's, <laughs> funny. it's funny that you know exactly how many days. Like, like I, which day do you get the sweats? <laughs> <laughs> like I could just see you on your on your carry luggage that you have with you. You just yeah. have like a piece of chalk and you're just yeah. marking each day. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but it's this cool thing here, and I think that would say a lot of members. Um, and I was trying to, well, to be as open as I can, and and because every conversation is like giving me back something. I mean, mm. it's like a new perspective from somebody um, in a completely different in surrounding, um, mainly in the business case, but even privately. So, right. um, and, and that's that's something. Well, that, that's one of the reasons why I'm also here. I mean, it's, it's not only that I like driving my car. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something that's naturally in your character? Have you always been this kind of inquisitive or ready to engage? Yeah, because remember one, one morning, it was just, just you and I, I think we were having breakfast in, in the clubhouse, and, and I said, Jan, are you always this happy? Are you always smiling? Are you always laughing? Or is this something Yoke brings out? (laughs) (laughs) Must be Yoke. No, I I think I was always like that. I mean, uh, trying at least. (laughs) Um, I remember like when I was living in Poznan, um, that was like around 2008. I remember a friend from Nigeria once said when I was bringing together everybody I knew from many different countries, especially that I'm also really, I love internationalism. And, and um, I remember that on a, on a, like a small party, let's say, he said that, hey, this is really great. Once you are coming, you're really bringing everybody mm-hmm. together, people who don't know each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was a compliment, which I will remember. So, um, yeah, and I think, but I also enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, it's like something... Which is nice and yeah, okay. I hope, yeah, cool, cool. Um, speaking, th- <laughs> this is sort of uh, switching uh, gears a lot. Is um, uh, you? Because <laughs> earlier while you were talking, I noticed that, that there was an ant crawling around on my. On we, my we did see you like pull your phone out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! I, I have this special relationship with ants. <laughs> But, oh, but I'm sorry. Uh, like I got one here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we infested? <laughs> but um, you you have a special animal in your life. Uh, can you tell us about? Uh, uh, that's that's uh, our dog, and yeah, we have him since pretty much last year in June. Yeah, and um, so he's young. He's a young Labradoodle, um, and. Um, 
yeah, I, I didn't expect at the beginning that uh, he will bring so much joy, but also change in the life. So uh, that that was pretty cool. And um, yeah, and I already applied for a membership for him at York, but <laughs> I, I, I didn't really get a response. <laughs> we, we, we didn't know how to process it. Yeah, I, I think we're still working on that one. Yeah. Maybe a demo day would be would be something. I, I think we need to start <laughs> with a demo day. I think you're absolutely right. Because we want to see if um if if buddy if if this is a good place for buddy if if buddy clicks here which which we imagine that yeah. uh, but i can tell you he's also like a really open character i mean yeah. when you see him he will definitely welcome you <laughs> <laughs> there's no leg humping or anything is there? <laughs> uh, d describe how he looks for people who are not familiar with this breed of labradoodle Oh, that's hard. But um, well, think about a poodle. But now take away this very curly hair. Just make it a little curly, and um, and then let's say the the body shape is going a little bit into the Labrador direction. So it's like a kind of dynamic dog. Let's say like yeah. But since I wasn't so much into dogs before, I also don't know too much about the mm -hmm. breeds and stuff. So um, but yeah, and then he's black haired. We always call it. He has a small tie on the breast, <laughs> in white. Um, cool. So that's that's, yeah, that's his business dress. <laughs> <laughs> He's always fancy. Always yeah, elegant. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you a little bit earlier you mentioned uh, sort of this new endeavor, which is this wallpaper that you're 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 working on, and uh, I think you also have some colleagues in in Krakow. Can you can you tell us more about this this next adventure? for you and your business yeah i mean um to start with i mean we are like printing digital so it means we are we can print literally everything what is possible to print in four colors and um and from that um up to now we always printed things for customers when they had something to print and we printed it and stuff and now we are going into this direction that we are developing our own patterns our own files our own like decorations, let's say, and um, and something that you can choose from, and and um, then we are realizing it. Um, and uh, well, we we also found out that we have actually two very interesting printing technologies which we can combine very well and mm -hmm. uh, make something unique out of it. And um, yeah, that was that was the thing that, together with a company here in Krakow. Um, who is not originally from that business, like wall cover business, but we are working closely together also to develop it and, and then later also to sell it and market it. Because yeah. I think when most people think about wallpaper, they're just thinking about boring old wallpaper. But you guys, with the technology that you guys have, with the printing technology, you guys are really sort of pushing the boundaries of, of what's possible. And, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Um, you know, I mean, there are these typical uh, in Polish. It's called photo tapeta, like mm. um, like picture wall covers, uh, where you can even print your own picture. Of course, theoretically, we could do that. But the more interesting thing would be to have something. It can be even a picture, um, but that needs to be customized to the size of the wall. I mean, every wall is different, right? There's like usually not two walls or all walls in the same size. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and, um, and 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 yeah, there we can really go very. Um, like colorful um but it's not only color is it there's also you know kind of embossing you've been doing or like um spot 
like um, metallic kind of spot printing as well. So, so it's not just like even you think it's wallpaper. It's not just a, a printed wallpaper. There's actually kind of extra elements to that, which kind of make it quite quite interesting. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, of course, the metallic effects. Um, actually, we are not printing. They they will be like already naturally made in the in the materials uh, we were <laughs> once we were joking that we could take real gold for example <laughs> but uh, well if we are then like 90 percent of the of the gold printed afterwards that probably doesn't make so much sense but theoretically that would be possible to have a real gold wall cover even though yeah. i don't know who wants to who wants to pay it basically uh, I'm sure. yeah. <laughs> maybe no one listening to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> there's people out there yeah anyway it's like yeah it's it's actually the thing is what we can do is like we can put many layers of something and the, the base layer starts from from the wall cover itself where we have different options also different materializations um and then it comes comes some kind of inks some kind of varnishes um like yeah and, and combinations of of different things so yeah and uh, remind us again what the name of this this new venture is this it's a uh, wally land wally land yeah, yeah. And uh, has it been launched yet? Or no, no, no. Actually, the domain is registered, but you will find nothing there. Probably okay. a website from GoDaddy or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, speaking of printing and many layers, um, one sort of cool thing that happened here early on, you being at Yolk, was you sort of got connected with one of our members, Will, who had a 3D printer 3d printing machine and can you tell us about all that because you guys like quickly like max and i said like oh look best friends forever <laughs> like, <laughs> once you guys <laughs> started you know got around a, a 3d printing machine yeah yeah uh yeah that was it was quite interesting because um i was starting to think about 3d printing last year i came across 3d printers uh already three and a half years ago when we bought uh, one of our big machines from hp there they had also some presentation about 3d printing and I always thought, like, what can be the use case for us? And, and like, yeah, last year I made some calculations and I thought, nah, no, this is not going to work. I mean, it's still too expensive. And, and like, and at least this is not for, well, you can do it in a traditional way, in a, in a much more efficient way. So, all right. And then came Will. And actually, I remember I was sitting in the um, in the clubhouse and and you guys talked about it. And I was like, oh, a 3D printer. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> what is that? What's happening here? And then, and then he brought it. Like, one day, actually, we... I think we brought it together, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I, we, I was going with Will to, to pick it up together. And, in uh, the Tesla? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had to be really careful with the, with the... It's not called gas pedal anymore, isn't it, in an electric car? Ferrado. <laughs> tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, this, this left pedal, which you can press, and then in a Tesla you feel something which you don't feel in so many cars. Surely it's the right pedal. Right pedal. It's the right one. Oh, shit. The other <laughs> one. <laughs> You've been doing something wrong. <laughs> uh, true. <laughs> but, you know, in an electric car, you almost don't use the left pedal. Like it's almost useless because uh -huh. of the recuperation. So, basically, probably I just forgot about it, that it's existing. Uh -huh. well, I guess in autopilot mode, you don't even use the right exactly, pedal. Exactly. Yeah, so. it's just driving. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Back to 3D printing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the Tesla fanboy podcast. <laughs> so, um... We picked it up, the, the 3D printer, and then I think one weekend we, we met. I mean, he was printing with you, I think, something, and, and um, like he was showing me how this works and what kind of software to use, what e software we could I could use for simulating stuff. We were testing to print a logo, actually the York logo, right, and right. Um, um, yeah. And 
yeah, that was, I mean, he's quite experienced with it and not in a, let's say, professional way that he's like doing it for his own business or whatever, but like on a, on a private level. And um, it was fascinating me. And I have to say that uh, I'm looking around for which printing machine we could actually install in our company, even though I don't want to go for this, let's say, very, very expensive, mm -hmm. professional, industrial grade printers, but something where we can start with. And for that, like, yeah, even we printed already something uh, which I was using for checking some sizes in a project. Uh, oh, so cool. basically, uh, let's say it came something out of a 3D printer in York for a professional use. Nice, <laughs> nice. nice. Um, earlier, I sort of uh, touched upon your generosity in the in the very beginning of, um, but something that I don't know why I, I totally neglected to, to mention was after your demo day you as, as you were leaving we were saying our goodbyes and all that uh you said hey Mihao, why don't you send me over a project of your logo and uh, i'll print out something for you for the next time that i'm here and i was like wow wow how how cool is that so quickly i contacted max who who sort of has all of our graphic files and we sent something to you and you were kind enough to send us i believe it was at least five these these giant circular plates yeah. uh with the yoke logo and and now we have them in the the clubhouse window and we have them uh inside the the clubhouse and um that was incredibly nice of you so once again thanks thanks for doing that for us i mean that that made a huge impression on on me and i assume max as well well it, uh, like i'm happy to hear that for for me it was more like a i, I mean it feels like when you come first day, or at least for me, it was like this: that I I felt like in a place which is in the in the growing process. It's not like mm. something established for ten years and everybody is like <laughs> boring that a new member came or whatever. <laughs> that everybody is excited. It was like um, this thing, and and um, and actually we made some jokes about it. That that I was saying that. I always wanted to work in a Berlin uh, co-working space. Right, and you made right. a joke that you said, hey, you are a printer, so why don't you print a, a, a Berlin co-working <laughs> sign and you can at least think you're in Berlin. And that actually brought me to the idea that I thought, hey, uh, that is cool. I, it's true that uh, I'm a, I have a printing company. I even know by myself how to print and cut it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to say your signs was not made hand by me. but <laughs> And uh, yeah, since we just... I mean, in that time, we installed a cutting machine, cutting and milling machine, and and we we like we did a lot of tests anyway. And so I said, all right, so let's let's go, let's let's do it because it's like um, it's something nice. And uh, even I, yeah, I would have printed more, but the logo was the first uh, yeah. <laughs> first good thing I think which we which we could do. Yeah, and uh, there's more on the way. <laughs> yeah, spe speaking of more on the way, we. We sort of started a somewhat of a collaboration of uh, you helping us create um, a, a large uh, sort of a, a street yoke sign, right? Which I think is kind of coming. Max Max has had some ideas on that. I actually haven't told Jan about our new ideas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the podcast probably best idea. Yeah. Nobody can see my face, <laughs> my reaction in the face. <laughs> Jan, Jan, wait, start, get up. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> is he breathing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're going to help us out probably with some wayfinding within Yolk. That way, nobody gets lost here. And uh, yeah, it's it's. I, I love this sort of win-win situations that we could find. I, although I feel in this situation, we are winning more. <laughs> 
Well, the, uh, on the first hand, you might be right. On the second hand, I think it's it's all equal. I mean, if if even the whole space is getting nicer and it's nicer for everybody, including me, to work, and uh, we are, I'm also still winning, right? And isn't it like that? Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> this guy is so positive. <laughs> so, so positive. <laughs> Where does it come from? Can we can we tap into this positivity? It's amazing. <laughs> Well, you want to get the number to my doc? <laughs> no, no, just joking. Dog or doctor? <laughs> I meant doctor, but dog is also not so bad. <laughs> Speaking of uh, win-wins and stuff like that, whenever I think about winning, I think about sports and stuff like that. And one of the things that uh, I learned through my conversations with you was that you played basketball in the past because... Uh, People listening to this, uh, you guys can't see Jan unless you maybe you see a little picture of him uh, in the show preview. In the show preview, but Jan's a pretty tall guy. And uh, can you tell tell us about your basketball past and all that good stuff? Yeah, yeah, I can. I mean, in the basketball sense, probably you wouldn't consider me as being too tall. I mean, with one eighty nine, it's um, yeah, uh, yeah. I'd, what I'd position did you play? Um, usually shooting guard. Yeah, okay. like I was not tall enough. I yeah, mean, the, the small one of the smaller. Yeah, yeah exactly. Positions like on the, on the it team. depends. Like when I was playing in the, as a in the yeah, youth teams, like up to sixteen, seventeen, um, I was sometimes try to be pushed to play as a center. Mm. Um, but as soon as I was playing with the big guys, then I was so small that <laughs> there was a lot of shadow <laughs> under <laughs> under the rim. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was actually, um, I started to play basketball when I was eight years old. Um, I never spoke about it that much, but yeah, eight years. I remember I was playing streetball with a, with a cousin of mine. Mm. And then I went to a, to a basketball club and started to play basketball. And um, at some point it became more and more and more. And I was playing for the, not for the national, but for the for the state selection mm. players, whatever. Um, and um, yeah, and it like went forward and forward. And I, I really, I was spending like four hours every day in the, in the gym, not in mm. the gym, in the, in the hall in the, to, to practice and yeah, and and it was a good experience. I mean, um, but after some time, I realized that I was playing like in a regional league. Well, not as a sixth man or something. I was not so much playing. I was more sitting on the bench. <laughs> and uh, I, I realized that for me to become a professional basketball player, it's it's almost not possible. And and then I decided, all right, I will hundred percent focus on on actually starting my own company because um, right. there was there was then my real goal and. Yeah, and then sports became a very last point yeah, <laughs> in yeah, my yeah. life. And so, so as I as as I understood it, you basically transitioned from basketball to starting your own company. So you you've always sort of been an entrepreneur, um, a, a business owner. Have you ever worked for somebody else? Only in internships during my studies, not yeah. really. Um, well, on a regular basis. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I haven't been always entrepreneur. I was mainly a student in that time, and um, but searching for for business ideas, mm. for opportunities, and um, well, to the end of my studies, I decided to to go the step and yeah, and start something. <laughs> and and Jan is one of these people that when you meet them and uh, you you get there, you know, 
get their brain excited and brainstorming. Jan has a million ideas for businesses. <laughs> it seems like, and I think if 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 there was if he had more hands and and more heads, he he'd be running, uh, you know, a, a dozen different um, companies at at, at once. Um, th- that's true, isn't it? Uh, in some way, yes. I mean. Uh even though I have to also say at this point that it's this all ideas is sometimes some very like solid basic ideas. It's not something like very techy related, mm-hmm. whatever. It's more like very uh, tangible. Something yeah, something like this. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's like it's it's true. I mean, um, I probably this would be the case. Nevertheless, I also learned in the last years that uh, somehow it's better to focus now on the things which. Um, which I started, let's say, also inside of my company. Yeah. Yeah. Can you t- tell us about other sort of um, insights or, or lessons you've learned over the years as being a business owner? Yeah, one of the hardest lessons I think is that always keep your finance under control. That's mm. like um, like once you're making two big steps um, that can well cost you everything. Which in my case, luckily, it wasn't. But um, yeah, uh, and and like really to have your numbers under control, this is really, really a good thing. And another good thing would be if you are not the kind of person who's like keeping the money together, who's like buying a 3D printer here, another machine there and stuff like that. It's always also good to have some somebody around you who's correcting you. That's that's another thing which I which I definitely learned. Um, yeah, that's, that's for sure some of the parts. Another thing which I learned is and that's probably also interesting for for people around in York because at the beginning of my company, I always thought that I would need to do something really innovative, in mm. best case, in the IT sector, mm. something which is like completely, you know, like what what which is the next big thing, let's say, yeah, and 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 really to that I need to start this. And I when I when I started my company and it was starting with trading with large format prints basically and I, and I remember i had so many conversations especially with people who give you real feedback like some some aud- audit or whatever like um and i remember uh, yeah be, like there was this this audit in in the um, technology center where i was renting my first office and and you had to present your business idea or your business to get actually an office and I remember I was standing there and then like, they really like that, like, oh, you have no chance. Like, you know, it's like, I remember that I was going out there and, and I thought, all right, so they are like believing that after half year I will be gone anyway because mm. I will not pay my, pay my rent anymore. Yeah. And mm. and then over the time I was like pretty long in that space and, and I, I made it somehow. And um, it's not always this that, that you need to have the the most amazing newest technology or the, the next big thing in my opinion if you are constantly working on something and really mm. every day looking forward to improve things mm. um, there's a chance on the market I would say mm-hmm. of course you need a long breeze <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but this this sort of seems to be sort of a reoccurring um, uh, idea here on uh, Yolk's Accidental Podcast where because we also heard this from Lars, one of our past um, uh, interviews, where he he also talked about the importance on of working on something each day, pushing forward each day, uh, improving, and just making those gradual um, improvements and and progress. And over time, uh, 
that adds up and, and, and you really are in a, in a new place, in a better place. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and I learned also that you will not do things very fast. I mean, you have to always consider that things take time. I mean, I see this right now also with this walk over business thing, that mm-hmm. which is actually something like a new business for us because it's it's a completely different market. And um, and uh, yeah, if, if, if it would be up to me, then we would be launching already three months ago, but just things take time until they are really good. But I'm also thinking that uh, it, it's worth it to invest this time right now because if we have a really good product, then there's a good chance that it will sell and um, yeah. Can you also talk about sort of, I think you'd be a good person to, to ask about this, the, the intersection of business and people. Uh, and these people might be your employees. These, these people might be um, owners of other companies that you're working with. Like, how do you approach that? And, and what's your mentality around business and people? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Um um, well, how do I approach that? Like when it comes to people, I, w- I would say like uh, referring to this thing uh, what we talked about yeah. earlier. <laughs> 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 the thing what we talked about earlier, um, I, I don't see so much connection, so many connections there. I, I don't. Well, you have to also imagine that in our production company, let's yeah. say we have we have quite a hierarchy. So I'm mm-hmm. working, let's say, with um, with a like only like three people, like ev- like every day, mm-hmm. a lot. Um, of course, everybody can come to me and talk to me. Unfortunately, I don't speak that much Polish, so mm. um, especially in the production level, it does, it gets a little bit harder than to communicate. But um, like definitely, my door is open there any any time. But um, so yeah, um, when it comes to customers, it's like. Yeah, in this sense, I'm I'm trying to have an open communication because that's first of all my personality, and I'm secondly thinking that this builds more ro- long-term relationships, right. also for the business part. Because, mm-hmm. well, um, yeah, openness also means that you can build f- trust faster, and trust is especially when it comes to to individual products is something which is like very valuable, and um, and yeah. And I think building up this trust and this openness and this sort of loyalty, the, these relationships, these ties, um, when things don't go right, and maybe because it's something's out of your control uh, or mistakes simply happen, uh, I think having these relationships, it, it kind of smoothens out these uh, difficult times that, that you might run in with, with customers. Because I, I think in the past you talked about having maybe... Difficulties of installation or something, maybe the product wasn't right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. I mean, on the one hand, like one of my approaches is always that uh, no matter what happens, we have to make it good at the end. I mean, um, th- this was always the thing that there are customers which we are working with since the beginning of my company, which was 2010. And as I know, especially, I mean, in Germany, it's a little bit different story, but being in Poland, a lot of sign makers and large format companies, they wouldn't work so long with companies because there's always something which can go wrong, especially that this is an individual product. You don't produce the same product in exactly the same way normally again. So right. it's like, it's, it's digital. And that, that was always something that doesn't matter what it is. If something is falling down, which shouldn't happen, but it happened in the past and mm-hmm. then you need to fix it. But the more important for me is even, and that's also what my people know is that, all right, 
in this moment when something happens, something goes wrong, first thing we are focusing on to solve it. Right. Second thing is we are making up an idea how to prevent it for the future. Mm. And that's always this what I'm repeating because humans make mistakes yeah, and, and um, you will never have a company where there are no mistakes and, uh, and that's, that's something completely normal. But um, it will also happen that you make a mistake twice, but you have to work hard that you make one mistake only one time. So yeah. Right, right. Um, let's wrap up with this. Um, what are you looking forward to in the future professionally and personally? I, I know that's a big question. But uh, what do you see uh, ahead for, for your company? Um, what are you hoping that that kind of comes? And, and I don't know, how, how do you see, what are you looking forward to personally? For, for my company, I'm looking forward that, um, that we are stabilizing the business in the way that we are going into this new direction of, of um, interior decoration work hours. Um, because that would, let's say, like right now we are working in projects. That means like one day we have a lot of work and the mm. next day it goes like lower and that's like that's like waves which are not that healthy in right. like also for like for everybody. I mean, some some months employees are making over hours, like mm. a lot of over hours and next mm. month's like not that much. So, um, and that that could stabilize it in, in a way. Um, and then it will also mean that I could, let's say, also um, be not involved like on an every daily thing so that that's the next that's the next step for me definitely mm -hmm. because right now unfortunately i have to say that if i would be let's say not available for a month that could be very dangerous for the company and that's something which i want to really work on that um, that this situation is more stabilized and i know that this will be probably not happening this year but maybe next year or in three years yeah. and uh, on the long term in in best case i could really someone uh, start to also realize maybe in a team or something uh, a new idea let's say something completely different which has right. nothing to do with printing that that's my long-term goal but yeah this will also not be like i mean this will just happen yeah i mean uh, there must be a lot of things in the right place and sure yeah good good once again, like we're, we're super happy that we, we got to have this uh, sort of conversation with you. Uh, I mean, we've had so many, but it's nice to, to record one that we can share with others who, who are not here at Yolk, uh, simply overhearing us. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Yolk's Accidental Podcast today with Jan Costa. And we hope that you'll listen to us again on our future episodes. Um, Enjoy your evening, enjoy your morning. Take care. Bye. Yonks. Accidental Podcast. Bye bye. See you. There was a roundup. You said you said about rounding something up. To wrap up, let's wrap just up. to wrap up. Yeah, that was good. That was um that, that's, that's, that's called the transition. <laughs> yeah, you've been practicing, huh? <laughs> oh, you've been doing some research. YouTube, how to do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, um, I remember actually, um, I think just before you were driving back to Germany, uh, I was editing uh, one of the podcasts. Yeah. And actually, as you were like leaving, I was just editing a bit about about where me, Meow, and Tom were talking about you, <laughs> and you were saying, "Oh yeah, is it? Gonna, when's it going to be uploaded?" Because I listened to it on the drive home, and I was like. <laughs>
yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I did, I did, I did even twice because I, I like as I said before already, in the Tesla somehow, um, especially did podcast or however it's sometimes hard to understand, and I have mm. to turn up the volume, so so I listened to it twice, and then I wrote you this message about the five by five meter three D printer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 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 and yeah, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 